Hello everybody, I'm your host, Dagbird, here at StopStrugglingNow.com And today, we're going to talk about 5 rules of your credit score But first, Tafosi Optics, check Stop Struggling Now gear, check And welcome, and please like, subscribe, and click the bell below So you get the latest updates now, let's get to it! Alright, welcome back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. The five rules of making sure you can improve or boost your credit score. It's pretty simple. You already know the five rules, but I'm going to go over it one more time because there's a lot of people that still do not understand how they can increase their credit score simply by doing a few things themselves. You don't need credit repair. You don't need an AU trade line. You can actually start doing some things that can improve your credit score and boost it up. So let's get to it. You can see here on the screen, we're at the uh, Stop Struggling Now YouTube channel. It's awesome. Thank you, everybody, for subscribing, and thank you for your support. I appreciate it. So the deal here is, as always, is your credit history. I'm not going to use my usual uh, template that I use to show the credit score. I went over here, just grabbed something on the Internet because they actually explain it in words. But rule that to start with first. Everybody, if you have not already gotten Credit Karma, at least download the free Credit Karma website. Go there, look at your scores. They use the Vantage Credit Score model, which is similar to FICO, uh, but it still gives you an idea of what your score is. But it's not that. Most importantly, it gives you the buckets that you need to understand. And those buckets fall within the FICO score range. Now, like I said, Credit Karma uses Vantage, which scores a little bit differently, but it's close enough. FICO, this is their parameter, and it's almost similar with Vantage. Vantage just allows a little bit more uh, debt utilization to mean a little more. So therefore, in FICO, your debt utilization needs to be lower, and it means a lot more in FICO. So that's kind of what it is. But let's get on with it. Rule number one, debt utilization. In the blue here, they call it debt and available credit. 30%. This is the second most significant number on your credit score. But this is the first thing that you can do something about. Because in simple terms, credit cards, if all your credit cards combined, Let's just, I'm going to use a pretty simple number, is $1,000 owed. I'll use a different number. A lot of people have $1,000 a combination. I'll use $10,000. That'll be more realistic for a lot of people. $10,000 total credit limit available. That's it amongst all your credit cards. Then you owe $3,000 thousand dollars that will be considered 30 percent of your score now 
you need to be under 30% of your score in order to have your credit score go up if everything is where it should be. Now, what you don't know is people who have an 800 credit score or higher, their debt utilization number is usually somewhere around 5, 6, 7%. That's where you need to be. So in other words, if you have $10,000 total credit limit availability, then you need to make it so it's $700 to $500 debt utilization. Because 10% would be $1,000, 7% would be another $700, 5% would be $500 out of all of it. And by rights, in this day and age, you need your debt utilization in single digits. That's where it should sit. And I don't recommend going to zero because zero means you're not using your credit card. And whenever you go get credit, they look at your how you're using your credit and if you're responsible. Responsible is you have even 2%, 3% on your uh, available credit. So then that way they can show that you're actually making a payment every month. So that's why people with 800 scores and up generally have 7%, 5% to 7% debt utilization. That is rule number one. Get your debt utilization under 29%. That's the first rule. Second rule, once you get under 29%, you got to get down to 9%. Due to chunks, 19%, 9%, and then you can get down to that 7%, 5, 6, 7 percentile mark. And stay there if you can. And also, most importantly, check your statement dates. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is some people might be saying, Eric, I need to use my credit cards. I'll get another video in for that. Because, yes, you should be using your credit card instead of using your cash. But what you're doing is, just to give you a brief preview, let's just use the same example. $10,000 and I have uh, $33,000 owed on my credit cards. And you go down and buy $200 worth of groceries. Normally, a lot of people may pay their groceries with their debit card, with their uh, usual uh, uh, ATM debit card from the bank not a credit card but on the debit side so how about this you charge the $200 of groceries then when you get home you send a payment for the $200 that you were going to pay and maybe add a $10 on it send two ten. this does two things your monthly payment that was now due is no longer due and you've paid, in essence, $200 off when your next statement comes out. All right? Because your next statement is going to show new, new uh, purchases after your statement date. So you need to know your statement date, but I'll have to get into that on another video. But all I'm trying to say is a lot of people are dead using their credit cards and then using their actual cash to buy other things. When in fact, you could be using your credit card and then just paying the cash out. Now, of course, you have to be disciplined, but you just pay a little bit extra. And now your due dates won't matter. And you'll always have your on-time payments as well. You're killing two birds with one stone. Because number two is on-time payment. Rule number two, 
on-time payments which hold 35% of your credit score is the most important thing on your credit score. A lot of you might have missed a payment. One payment after 10 years of on-time payments, you have a 780 credit score. All of a sudden your credit score is like 700 and you're sitting there going, I paid all my accounts. I've missed one payment. Well, 35%. Think about this. If your credit score is 700 and 35% of that score, you start thinking that's almost 100 points that's going to come off. So they can take 50 points, 60 points, 70 points, 100 points. It's devastating. It's the difference between you having a 760 and all of a sudden having a 690 and you're going down to buy a house or a car or anything else that you need credit and now your interest rate is bumped up an extra point or two. It's significant. So this is why on-time payment history is the most important and that's why I gave you that little tidbit about uh, charging on your actual card because you're going to use cash anyhow and then when you get home just uh, do an online payment. So then that way, plus add a little bit extra, so that'll reduce your balance as well. So you kill two birds with one stone. So anyhow, on-time payments. And the reason why you have Credit Karma is because they have the number for you, your debt utilization. You don't have to figure it out every month. You log in Credit Karma, it'll tell you if you're, what your debt utilization number is. So as long as you know you're trying to get to single digits, 9% or less, you need to be under 29% or less for a positive to get in the green, so to speak. So you know you want to get there. Then when you see 40%, you're going, okay, I got to get this down to 29% or less like immediately. All right. And then after that, immediately try to get under 10%, meaning 9% or less. Live in that under 10% zone if you can. All right. Payment history is next. You need to have 98 99 or 100% on-time payment history. If you do mess up, then what can you do? You have to call, call, write whoever you missed a payment with and see if they'll courtes give you a courtesy reprieve and say, hey, can you help me out by maybe doing a deferral where it would get me current, where you would eliminate, come up with any game plan to get that uh, missed payment off your credit report. And if you can't, then you have to get it back to 98, 99% right away. And some of you may be saying, well, I only have one credit card or two credit cards. Therein lies the situation. If you have one or two credit cards, it's going to take you about five, six months to get back to 98%. This is why one of the rules to be, okay, rule number two B. You need to have 10, at least 10 accounts, 11 or more accounts reporting to your credit report. And the reason being is because it has to do with this. If you ever miss a payment, what would happen? You would miss, let's say you had 10 accounts, you miss a payment, you still have another nine accounts that will report on time. So it would only take you one to two months to get into the green again at 98, 99%. So you can do the numbers. You have 10 accounts, you miss a payment, you done paid 9 out of 10. The following month, you're 19 out of 20. You can see how quickly you can get back to 98, 99%. Because that's where you need to be for your credit score to go up or improve. 
whether it's two points, one point, three points, that's where you need it to be. All right? So you got that? Rule one, debt utilization. Rule two, on-time payments. And as you can see, that's 65% of your credit score. So what's up next? 15% is your age. And people who have high credit scores have an age of about seven years. Five, six, seven years is optimal or more. This is why a lot of people like to get added to their parents' uh, credit card. So that would be an authorized user because parents usually have cars that they've had for 10, 12, 8 years, 7 years, whatever. So that'll help the child out when they turn 18, 19. Their credit score will be a lot higher. So there's nothing you can do when you're building your credit. You just have to keep paying. A year goes by, two years go by. But that's 15% of your credit score. So that's why you don't want to close accounts. If you have an older account and you messed up and you're saying, ah, just close the account, you actually should keep the account. Because if you have a 10-year-old account and, yeah, it might be negative, but you can always make on-time payments or you can get that back correct. The age, though, you can't substitute for. So, therefore, it was worth it to keep it, fix that back up, so then the age stays out there at 8, 10, 11 years. Age matters. And that's 80% of your score when you add up the first three things. Rule number three is your age. So you don't want to close out accounts that are older unless you absolutely have to. But normally, you want to keep that because FICO takes that into consideration. All right. Rule number four, types of credit needed. So you heard me talk about credit cards. So remember I mentioned you need 10, 10, all right? 10 different types of credit is what it is. You don't need 10 credit cards. It's just 10 different types of credit. So let me give you an example. A car payment is a different type. A house note is a different, a mortgage is a different type. A personal loan is a different type. When you go down here and get either Credit Karma, I mean uh, Credit Strong or Self Lender, they do not do hard inquiries. So that will not count against you when you get one of those. That's an installment loan. That's what it's under, installment. Revolving is credit cards. So that's a different type. Mortgage loan, different type. Personal loan, different type. Okay? These are more like installment. So that gives you different types of credit, which is 10% of your credit score. So they want to see you have credit cards. They want to see you have a loan. They want to see different types of credit and how you're making sure that you're paying it on time. And the ones that count for your debt utilization, they want to see you at a certain level, preferably in single digits, debt utilization under 10%. And they want to see a mixture of different credit because then they're saying, okay, anybody can pay credit cards because that's, you know, no big deal. Now they're saying, well, what about a loan? What about these fixed numbers that come in every month where somebody's got to pay $300 every month? How are they doing on that? They have a mortgage. That's $800 a month. How are they doing on that? Simple. That's how you do it. That's rule number four, ladies and gentlemen. You need different types of credit and all combined you want to have at least 10 accounts. 
11 is preferred or more, just so you know, but you want to have 10. So that's why the My Jewelers, the New Coast Direct, those do hard inquiries, but those are yearly memberships where you pay uh, uh, for the first year and they report positive credit the first year and then you can re-up the next year. No more, no less than a credit card where you have a yearly annual fee. You try to get credit cards with no annual fees, but there are cards that people get where they pay an annual fee and they don't think nothing about an annual fee. My jewelers say, give me an annual fee. We got a $5,000 credit line here and your debt utilization is under 5%, but people don't want to pay the 99 annual fee to keep getting a positive reporting credit history, but they'll pay a credit card $99 at 16% interest or something. It's kind of crazy. Um, so anyhow, those are the kind of things that you have to think about. And finally, rule number five. This is very important. It has to do with your hard inquiries. All right. As they call here, frequency of credit applications. All right. That right there is significant. Once you get past a certain number, which is four, as soon as you get to your fifth hard inquiry within two years, credit bureaus or FICO, Vantage, whatever credit score they're using, they try to take points away from you. And everybody, you start understanding that they want to keep your scores lower because the companies that pay them to pull your credit, they need your scores to be lower so they can charge you higher interest and also more money for a down payment. Whether you're buying furniture, whether you're buying a car, whether you're buying a house, it doesn't matter. The lower your score is, they can come back to you and say, hey, okay, your score isn't that good. It's 640. In our algorithm, 640 is bad, so we need you to put down an extra 10% if you want to get this loan. Or we need you to pay off certain number of credit cards so your debt utilization is down to almost zero. That's how they operate, ladies and gentlemen, especially in a bad environment. So this hard inquiries do matter. Now, a lot of people go out and get cars. A lot of people go out and get mortgages or try. When you do, just think of this rule in your head. You're out getting a car. A car, uh, uh, a car dealer can pull your credit score if you allow them to. And they could go to different places. They'll check with the credit union. They'll check with the bank. They could have three, four, five inquiries. FICO doesn't really penalize you, but they have this thing about make sure you do it all within seven days or 14 days so i can go to three car dealerships three car dealerships pulls these hard inquiries but they have to be within a seven day to 14 day period where they will only count that as zero or one inquiry once you start saying i'm looking for a car this week and then three weeks from now i'm looking for another car now you're going to run into problems if you're allowing people to pull your credit so that's rule number five. Watch your hard inquiries. Again, credit strong, self-lender. If you're trying to boost your credit score, build your credit score, go through them because there is no hard inquiry. And stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm going to show you, not today, another video where we're going to get a credit card or credit without doing a hard inquiry besides credit strong and, and uh, uh, self-lender. So anyhow, that's rule number five. So we have went all down the list. There's no excuse. 
So when people are sending me emails and saying, I don't know what happened. I got this card and my score went down. I made on-time payments. Now you know the first questions I always ask. What's your debt? What's your uh, debt utilization? Have you made payments? Are they on time? Does it say you've made 98, 99, or 100% on-time payments? Because those are the first two things that you should know already. And if you see that you're over 29%, now you know why your credit score went up. If you know you have more than five hard inquiries, then you know why your credit score went down. Simple. It's not that hard, ladies and gentlemen. But again, if you have any questions, you can always hit me up at Eric at StopStrugglingNow.com. And thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. And I know it's hard out here. And this is why I was telling everybody who would listen for the last two to three months that you need to be in the stock market. And we're going to have a stock market video coming up as well. And we're going to have a subscriber who wants to come on a live stream with me in a couple of days. This is going to be interesting. This will be fun. So don't miss the live stream on Sunday afternoon. It's going to be talking about, of course, stocks, investments, whether it's real estate, whether it's credit. We're going to talk about it. So please stay tuned. And keep your head up. Keep moving. And I'm out. <laughs>